Fuck it. We're in it now. Covering you from your LB1 to your taxi squad, this is IDP Nation. Manning back, bouncing fire to the far side. It's intercepted and running into a touchdown. Your home for the best in IDP and draft coverage. Daniel has time in the pocket, steps up, and he's going to be hit from the side, and he's going down. That's a sack. Here are the hosts of IDP Nation, Hollywood and Kyle B. Hollywood, I'm joined by Sean. What's going on, man? So good, Ben. How are you? Eh, chilling like a villain, watching it storm a little bit outside. I heard the uh, NFL's back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, big game, opening game last night or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a game. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good one. What I heard, um, yeah, the Chiefs and Detroit played last night, and uh, man, they couldn't hardly pick a better game. I don't think. To start yeah, I'm the with season you. Off, that was yeah. a good one. It was a good one. Offense, a little defense. We were talking about uh, Aiden Hutchinson there. He was a uh, he looked good. Yeah, he did. Looks real good. The next J.J. Watts. I don't disagree, man. I'm telling you, we was talking off air. I kind of lost him for a player, too. Then all of a sudden, I found him as a defensive tackle. That's what I was asking. He was like, can you imagine if he plays enough snaps at defensive tackle where you could play him as a D tackle in position specifically? Yeah, that's cheat code, man. Code. Yeah, Huge cheat code. Yeah, they moved him all over, and he looked good everywhere. Which was good, though, because he, he did good on the inside. So. Yeah. Such a big motor on that dude. Yeah. yeah. No no doubt. Um, but, yeah, good game, and then the Detroit beat him 21-20. I was kind of shocked by that, too. Yeah, I figured they would cover the spread on that, but I didn't know for sure if they would win just because I, I still don't trust Jared Goff and all that. But, uh, yeah, Brian like Branch, huh? Far, but... Yeah, Brian Branch. Gift wrap touchdown, basically. <laughs> Gift wraps. Practically handed it uh, to him. Uh, yeah, yeah, pick six, 50 yards, first game. Looking like the steal the draft huge. already. Well, you know, that's the thing. People all offseason were like, after he got directed up the line, they were like, what do you do? Because they got Tracy Walker. They got Kirby Joseph. They've got um, Gardner Johnson. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're like, so you think he's going to be any good? And I said, you know, talent alone, yes. Hey. But – it was such a roadblock. I was like, man, I don't really know where he's going to fit. 
Yeah. You know, I thought maybe next year when Tracy Walker or whoever's gone, he'd kind of fill in. That's kind of what I was thinking. But, man, to get a touchdown your very first game right out the gate, man, the hype for him is going to be insane. Oh, yeah. it's His stock just went way up. And uh, Gardner Johnson yeah. looked really good, too, playing out there. I was uh, a bit surprised uh, seeing him play as much with Branch out there as much. Uh, I guess Walker, I don't remember seeing him at all. He was out there. Was he? I thought I seen him. He may have been. I just I didn't see him at all. Uh, of course, uh, that don't mean he wasn't. Um, he seems to be the odd man out right now. Yeah, he does. He sure does. Um, San Francisco's the big news is San Francisco 49ers signed Nicholas Bosa to a five-year, $170 million deal with $122.5 guaranteed. Largest IDP contract ever. That's a lot That's of impressive. money. That's yeah, it is, and he earned every bit of it. I've never had that much, but I would like to try it. Oh my god, me and you know, you know, I wouldn't <laughs> have to try it long because I know I'd love it, and I'd probably make it twenty four hours before I kill over. But that's okay. No <laughs> <laughs> joke, man. That's a lot of money, but yeah, dude's Jeez. pretty much earned it, right? Yeah, yeah, he's earned it, man. He's you know, I was kind of trying to think him back, like, who's his those last two years comparative, right? Like, Mark Gastineau back in 86 or 87, Reggie White a couple of back-to-back years, uh, Taylor from uh, – Lawrence Taylor, uh, um, the dude from Kansas City, Derek Thomas, that's who it is. So, there's players, you know, J.J. Watt, T.J. Watt, and I was like, I think T.J. Watt's the last player to really have two dominant back-to-back years. And, man, Bosa, man, I'm telling you, he, he's a dude. Yeah. Uh, man, if we could have got a full career out of Derek Thomas, these record books would look way different. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, he'd smash them. What was it, the 10-sack or 7-sack game he had? I think it was seven in the pros. I think he had, was it 10 at Alabama unofficially or something? I think it was, yeah. Just insane. Yeah. There is nobody ever like him. To do it in college, you know, everybody's like, ah, you know, that's, which, like I say, I think it's unofficial. I don't think they fully acknowledge it. But, and then to do it again in the pros at that level is just insane. So, yeah, if we could have got a full career out of that dude. Yeah. He's a dude. It, <laughs> yeah. He's a dude. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. But yeah, but good yeah, uh this, good job, Bosa. Yeah, this ties Bosa up through what, twenty twenty seven or eight or six, somewhere in there. So you know, that's what he wanted. We all knew it was gonna get he was gonna get paid, they were gonna pay, but man, it, they made us wait till the last minute, didn't they? Yeah, I was getting a little worried, to be honest with you. Uh, I do have him on a team or See, two. Me and Nate talked about that the other night on Shoot the Gap. And I was like, man, he's like, we were dominant. And I was like, 
he asked me, was you ever worried? And I was like, no, I'm not like worried. Like, cause you know, it's going to happen. He's going to get paid, blah, blah, blah. Training camp ain't even started yet. Oh, training camp's here. Well, I'm still not worried. We got time. And I just, and all of a sudden I was like, this game is like a couple of days away. And he's like, <laughs> right. But even before that, I was like, man, this, this game is next week. He's not signed yet. And some of the redrafts that I've seen, he kind of dropped a few spots. No, I mean, yeah. not nothing crazy, but. Yeah, I mean, he was still like a, a top five dude there at, at Edge, but yeah, he, he did drop a little bit. Um, yeah. I was able to get him a one or two there. So, but even then, I, I, was I like, had ah, him in a few leagues. Close. And I was like, man, it, I, I had him in a couple of leagues. And I was like, man, if I have to bench him because he's greedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a jerk. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be so good. No, he's, he's back. <laughs> The world is spinning around again, so yeah, no doubt there. Um, the NFL is better with Nick contracts, uh, Yeah, speaking of contracts, uh, Tampa Bay restructured the contract to Shaquille Barrett, which frees up ten and a half million in cap space. And um, I heard that was the when they done that, it was the first time this season <clears throat> since the league rolled over that they've been under the cap. So, oh um, wow. Yeah, so at least you know Barrett is still with the Bucks. I think it's the way they did it, he's got another year too. So that might keep him around for at least two more years this year and next. So, and I think he fits there. I just don't know how they're going to look on offense. I think that defense is going to be on the field a ton. Devin White, yeah. Skill Barrett, Vita Bay, you know, Winfield Jr., Ryan Neal. I think those guys are going to have a. A lot of play. Yeah, Shaq Barrett, he'll be 31 this season. So this is yeah. getting kind of towards the end here, I think. Of, uh, yeah, and I think more that's kind of what it is, right? 31, yeah. 32, 33, he's kind of done. They've kind of helped him, so yeah, makes sense. Um, man, I found this one right before I jumped on. Um. Buffalo Bills defensive end Bob Miller says he's unsure if he will be able to return from the pup list over his knee injury in week five. This is the first time I've heard this. I mean, this kind of came out of nowhere. We knew he was kind of questionable, right? But everything led yeah. to believe, like, you know, game one, maybe game two, you know, we'll put him on the pup list. He'll miss the first four, come back week five, we'll be good. And then he says, I'm not so sure. And I was like, oh. That's a little yeah. more serious than I thought. Well, they signed uh, what Leonard Floyd. Yeah. You know, to, to kind of fill in for that. But then they traded away Boogie Basham. And so I thought, well, you know, well, that's that's got to mean he's coming yeah. back well, fairly soon. But I think they traded Boogie because he was more of an interior player at this level. I, I know he played defensive end at Wake Forest, but when he hit the NFL, they kind of sort of shoved him to interior. Yeah. So, and I think with Ed Oliver and those guys, they just didn't need him. So. Yeah. There's a lot of mouths to yeah. beat on that Buffalo line. But, yeah, you know, I, you know, they got Rousseau, and we talked about this before, you know, me, or me and Nate and him. Um, you know, you've got Miller who's out, so you bring in Floyd to kind of replace him, but you've also got um, 
uh, AJ Epineza, who you like a lot, right? So they can right. feel that role. Now you hear, you know, Tim Miller gets back. And now you're hearing Miller say, well, I might not be back for week five. So, which I think would be good for Epineza and both uh, Floyd. Floyd don't have much left. So, I, and they really like Epineza. So I think that's going to be the trend. Um, mm-hmm. I think both of them are probably going next year. And Epineza, if he does well, he'll take over the starter. But <clears throat> right. I just found that interesting about Von Miller. So, you can't yeah, really do nothing been, with him. You can't trade him or anything if he's hurt. I mean, you're not going to get value, I don't think, right? Yeah, it's been really under the radar, like say, that, that whole injury thing there. Um, yeah, like I say, I, I wasn't expecting him to be out very long. And this is uh, – if he's got that much doubt, then that's pretty much tell you where he's at with it. It'd be different. You yeah, know, that was kind of my thought, too. Yeah. Um, and then this one you put on there, um, I don't know how much you followed it, followed it, but Las Vegas Raiders edge Chandler Jones is out week one. Could we see Tyree Wilson make the start? This whole Chandler Jones thing is crazy. You seen this? I guess he, he didn't want to play yes. for uh, the uh, GM. Yeah, he didn't want to play for the GM or uh, Josh Daniels, so mm-hmm. he tweeted something. And he I guess they called him out on it. Didn't he? Yeah, it was it was like a chain of tweets too. It, it wasn't just a a one one off deal. It was he he rattled off a lot. Yeah, it was a rant. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, a rant. Deleted, then a few days later, to, he deleted it, and now yeah. you know they're saying, "Well, he's not playing with one." So I was like, "This is going to be kind of ugly." But yeah, I didn't um, really see an injury on there. I just seen he was out, so I, I didn't dig right. that deep with it. So that I mean, they tried well, to put it off as mental health. Some kind of legit injury, I'm sure, but yeah. You know, so, but does kind of open uh, the door for Wilson? I think. I think so too. As long as his foot's good to go, which everything I saw, he is right. He's played preseason stuff, so yeah. I think yeah. I mean. You've got a great pass rusher in Crosby across from him, so it's not like he has to carry the load. So, yeah, get him in now and go on with it. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm really interested in watching that, uh, especially this first week. I don't know how this Chandler-Jones thing is going to play out. He's too old for them to trade. They're not going to get anything out of him. Um, I doubt they just cut him. I don't know how much money he's owed, but uh, if I remember correctly, he had a pretty decent size contract there. Yeah, um, I don't remember what it was, but yeah, it was it was a lot. Yeah, like I say, he's he's getting up there in, in years, so it, it, it's a weird situation going on there. Definitely one to to follow and check out. If you got Wilson on your team, you got to be excited. See if he's uh, going to make a start. What he can do. Playing opposite of there, of right. like say playing opposite of Crosby, you know that's Crosby's going to eat up a, a, at least two guys, I would imagine. So it should free Wilson up. We see what he could do in college. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, get him out there, and let him get his lumps, whatever, and let him learn on the fly. It's the best way to go. Yeah, we don't expect um, the Rangers to be great anyway, right? Exactly. 
which may be a good thing for us, right? If they're on the defense, if the defense is on the field a little more, that's a few extra plays he can get. So yeah. Yes, sir. Um, before we get to our main event, as we know, we're doing a prediction show tonight. So some of our, me and Sean's favorite uh, predictions to win certain awards. Um, speaking of awards, go over to trophysmack.com. Right. Um, they're the best in the business when it comes to hardware for fantasy football leagues, baseball, basketball, hockey, whatever it is. Even if you got a, like a sales team at work, they've got nice quality trophies, belts, rings, plaques. The trophies are second to none. Um, <clears throat> and they give us uh, rings for our listener league. So we thank them for the winners of the listener league. And they're nice, real heavy quality stuff, look good, feel good. So. Check them out if you need something for your fantasy leagues. They even got stuff for the loser of your league, so <clears throat> check that out as well. <clears throat> Everyone should be recognized. So, um, <laughs> you know, check them out. Uh, anyone, you know, recognize Shane, same thing. Right. Um, you, you can click the link on our idpnation.com page, you get the discount, or you can go to our Twitter handle and get it there too. Um, NFL, right? They they support us by comping us on our uh, listener leagues, right? The fully customizable, anything you want to do with a listener league, I mean, with a fantasy league, they can do it, right? Some of these others, you can't do some of the the behind the scenes stuff to make it look good. So <clears throat> they're the best in the business. Thank you for uh, supporting them. You support them, you're supporting us. So, um, I come up with a prediction show for us, Sean. I kind of waited last minute to see what your initial reactions were to some of these answers. So, <clears throat> um, so like, we're going to predict our defensive player of the year, right, for the NFL. So, um, I took Micah Parsons, right, edge for Dallas, linebacker, defensive end, whatever you want to call him. And uh, I don't know that he's going to be, like, super great at everything, but I think he's going to be – so damn good at everything that he's he's going to have one of those all around years that are just insane. Yeah, Parsons really good pick, and pretty much to win defense player of the year, it's sacks or interceptions. You got to have, and it's usually sacks. And I took right. Max Crosby because this dude has been getting after it the last several years, and if he just changes or. If he can just get some of these quarterback hits and pressures into actual sacks, I mean, this guy's capable of 20. Uh, and then yeah. just the tackles he's racked up the last year or two as well. Uh, it's He's pretty much leading the charge here. So, uh, what is this, his fifth year, I guess? Uh, yeah, I think he puts it together this year, gets it all, and just goes off. Cool, yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to have a huge year. Um, and now he's got, if he gets Tyree Wilson starting next to him, maybe that'll, you know, free him up some more to do some of what he's been doing. Right. Any chance Nick Bosa wins that this year? Very possible. Very possible. I do. So we're, so we're both wrong. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Both wrong. I wouldn't be surprised if I was wrong. <laughs> man. Uh, these are the kind of things that we always get right, huh? 
Exactly. Never been wrong exactly. before. We're Virginia. geniuses. Didn't you know that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I picked Nick Bosa last year. Um, yeah. And, it's uh, just so hard to root for. You know. Yeah, that, that's that's the thing. And then, you know, there's a chance he's a little rusty, especially here in the beginning, uh, sitting out yeah. all this time. So that gives Crosby or Parsons, either one, just a little extra leg up to start the season. But, man, it, it's hard right. to pick against Bosa, too. All right. Uh, um, so up next we pick. Or the up next is defensive rookie of the year. Um, we've talked about our rookie of the year before, but I picked Will Anderson, the edge for Houston. Like you said, it's all about sacks and interceptions. You know who can shine out, uh, show out the most. You know, um, right? And I think Houston's going to be bad enough that he's going to be on the field enough that he's going to have probably at least eight sacks. I wouldn't be surprised to see him have double digits. If that's the case, he probably wins it walking away, I think. Um, you know, I, I think Jack Campbell would be the one that gives him a run for his money. Maybe Brian Branch after his little showing last night. But uh, I like Campbell. I just uh, – I think he'll be close, but it's Will Anderson's to lose, right? I mean, everybody's looking at him because he's the dominant edge out of college and all yep. that good stuff, so – I think unless Anderson just does something silly or goes on some kind of slump, I think he's got it in the bag already. I mean, it's he's just that talented. Yeah, I actually agree with you on this. Uh, we've both said it before. It's pretty much Will Anderson's to lose. Um, I did put down Devin Witherspoon just in case he kind of has a <laughs> Gardner kind of season. He's playing opposite uh, Tariq Woolen. He's a rookie that he's going to get targeted. He's not as good as Sauce is, but he's pretty good. And I think he could get a handful of interceptions. And he has the yeah, well, I to rack up too. So I, I can, he could might give a good run if he gets the picks and the playing time. See, that's what I think because he may not be as good as sauce in coverage, but mm. when it comes to run defense, yeah. I promise you, he runs circles around Sauce Gardner. He is he is a dude versus the run. Yeah. Dude. And if they put him at corner with, with Reek Woolen at the other corner, what do you do with Kobe Bryant? I think he, he goes to maybe the nickel. He's the yeah. nickel corner. And then you've got well, Adams and Ryan Neal back there, or not Ryan Neal, uh, Julian Love. That's the Legion of Boom all over again, dude. Or very close. Was, if they're, there you know, Adams healthy and shit. There was some talk of putting Witherspoon in there in the slot. So I, I really don't know. That that's that's one game I really want to see how he is deployed if they just move him around to play him inside outside. Oh, God, yeah. uh, I, I definitely want to watch this kid play because looking at his college stuff. And this guy, he reminds me of Antoine Winfield Sr. out there just running up and slapping running backs on the mouth. Uh, he's versatile enough to go up and get interceptions, break up passes. He'll draw a flag if he needs to. Um, and he's the kind of guy you want on your team. And I'm, I'm excited to watch him play. 
Uh, that's the only reason I think he could challenge Anderson is if he does get enough turnovers. Uh, I do think he'll get enough tackles to, to warrant uh, consideration as well. So it should be a fun, fun time watching these guys, these young guys. Can hear me. That's like you froze or something. But, um, yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah, it did kind of freeze up. We're back. Anyway, we're back. We're not sick, Tavi people. Come on. Yep. Man. Yep. <laughs> um. So this is one. I, I'm like, man, I'm curious to see what he thinks here. IDP Player of the Year. So we we were kind of talking about NFL. Now we're talking about fancy, right? IDP player of the year. Um, I think it's Nick Bolton for me, right? I've been giving him praise all offseason. You know, the way he finished last season, especially in the playoffs, he was un- incredible. So, yeah, I think he does it again this year. I think he takes the next step. I've voiced my opinions about the old coon who I'm not too high on. I mean, still – I won't get into that whole spiel. Go back and listen to other episodes. But, um, I think I think it's Nick Bolton, man. He's the dude out there in Kansas City, and he's on a quick strike offense, right? So he's going to be playing with a lead most of the time, more often than not. I just think the opportunities for his impact play is going to be huge that way. Teams are going to, you know, if you're behind late in the game, teams are going to take a look, get a little more risky, you know, yep. a little more aggressive. So. I think he's going to lead the league in tackles this year. Um, that's just my thought. Uh, and if that's the case and they're playing with a lead, dude, he's going to be something else. Yeah, we've seen him uh, blitzed uh, coming up, getting sacks. We've seen him recover fumbles, interceptions. I mean, Duke can do it all. He's all over the field. Yeah. Really good young player. And, I, yeah, I think it's a fantastic pick. It's hard to argue against it. I uh, took Roquan just because what Roquan did in Chicago and then, you know, midseason, whenever it's Baltimore, it, we were worried about him not being able to sustain, you know, the tackle numbers, big plays and all that, and he was able to do so. Wasn't that silly people thinking that? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I guess it's probably easier for defensive players than it is offensive players to to learn a new system. I mean, we just need you to get to this yeah, point maybe. and and tackle. You know what I mean? Just and I think he made that defense better, especially Patrick Queen got better once Roquan was there. Mm-hmm. And, and now so they got Trent Simpson there, and they've got yeah, got Kyle Hamilton coming up playing as yeah. well. So he, he makes that entire the defense, defense is getting better. nasty too. That's a tough division, so. Uh, a lot of a lot of good running backs in that division too. So to be able to play up against them, I think oh, he'll yeah. keep his high tackle numbers up, and he's he's usually good for yep. some some turnovers. Not so much the sacks, I don't think, but yeah, if he can get some big plays in there, well, I think well, he, he's right there. Last year, and I'm I'm this is both teams combined. So he played eight games in Chicago, nine for Baltimore. So this is combined. So seventeen games, seventeen starts. 169 tackles, 
which is one tackle short of 10 per game. 103 were solos. 11 were TFLs. Four quarterback hits. Four and a half sacks. See ya. Three interceptions, six pass deflections. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I I almost started picking him. I think because I think it, I think you're right. He's going to be right there with him. But I just think Bolton's going to have such a huge year because he out tackled him last year too. So yeah, you know, if he can start getting some of these big plays, then he he with the higher tackle number, I think he's going to get it. But, just kind of my opinion. But, uh, either way, neither one of us is wrong there, right? Bolton or Smith, those two are the monsters. Yeah, we, we covered all the bases there. There's no getting past us. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> um, so let's go with comeback players, right? And I kind of messed around with this one a little bit. And I was like, man, I want to uh, pick this player and be like, yeah, I don't know. And I'd pick this player, and I come back and I'm like, eh, I don't know. Right. Um. I even the guy you picked, I kind of done the same thing, but I went and picked T.J. Watt. Right. He played only ten games last year. Um, was not himself when he did come back or whatever. Just, just never got on track. Right. So I think he's healthy now, an off season to heal and get back with it. They've got some better pieces on defense. I can see him being close, not the 22 and a half sack season, but right. I can see him being back close to that 16, 18 sack range. Yeah, so more than likely, DeMar Hamlin's probably the right answer here. Uh, but we don't exactly expect him for IDP. Well, true, true. So I, I, I think I've never even thought that, but that's yeah, it's probably. I mean, Demar Hamlin's got as long as he touches the field. Just the fact he's on a team right now, pretty much he's going to win it in the NFL. The comeback player, I would imagine. Um, yep, it's a miracle. Duke, Duke practically died on the field, yep. and so the, the fact that he was cleared and came back. So yeah, it's pretty much his. But IDP wise, uh, I think Shaq Leonard. Is finally going to be healthy enough to to give us a pretty good season. Is he going to play every game? That's asking a lot. But if he can play, you know, 14 games, I'm going to count as a bowl season for him. Um, you know, the the injuries, uh, even now, it, he just got cleared from a concussion, I believe. Maybe his back's good. Uh, if he can produce anything close to what he was, what games he did play, I mean, he was elite. So, if he can come back, I just expect more elite numbers from him. And I'll tell you somebody I just thought about who we both probably forgot, which is a little bit embarrassing, is probably Harold Landry. Missing all of last year. Yeah. We'll see. I thought about him. I thought about Jamal Adams, Shaq Leonard, of course, who you picked. Mm-hmm. Um, I did forget about Demar Hamlin, and you're exactly right. If he takes one step on a football field in a live game, he wins. Um, yeah. So I started that, and you know, of course, TJ Watt. And I was like, well, 
of that group, because that's your big names, your big stars. I was like, of that group, who do you have the most trust and faith to come back healthy, stay healthy, and produce like they did before they were injured? And for me, it was TJ Watt. So that's kind of why I picked him. But I do like the others. I mean, if they're healthy, they're they're game changers. To stay healthy, I would I would pick Landry over that, over over the others because Leonard, there's there's a very high chance Leonard gets hurt again. Yeah, he's got an abdominal muscle. Yeah, abdominal muscle for Landry right now, so they think he's going to be out week one. Right. Oh, and speaking of man, I, I meant to put that in the news and notes. Um, I know our news and notes was sorry to get sidetracked here. I know our news and notes was a little bit thin this week. Um, but I did that kind of on purpose because there is a ton of questionable IDPs right now. Landry with his abdominal, uh, you know, Adams is out. Um, some of these other guys, Kalijah Kansi, the rookie. I mean, you there's a long list. Once you start looking, there's a long list. So yeah. you're really going to have to pay attention to this uh, injury report, you know, so you don't mess your fancy lineups. But that's why I didn't list who they were because there's so many of them. So just check out your way or your injury list and then go check out your rosters. Make sure you get the right guys in. <clears throat> um ooh. That's spicy, Sean. Our last one here. We've got some listener stuff too, but our last one here is uh bust of the year. So I picked Alex Anzalone, right? There's just no way he keeps that job. I mean, he was horrible last night. Did you watch? I mean, I only watched the first half before I fell asleep. I literally watched one play, right? It was, I think it was the first touchdown that they caught. He seen it and broke and went the other way, and then he realized what was happening. That he had messed up and tried to get back, and he wasn't even close. Dude. <laughs> That's what he does. <laughs> He's horrible. I'll tell you. I mean, fucking horrible. The like, the guy Kyle I thought looked the horrible. best. That's how horrible. But between those linebackers, it was probably Derek Barnes. I think he did the most out of the with a limited amount of uh, snaps. Yeah. Rodriguez looked rough a couple times, too. He looked rough. Well, yes. he's a rookie, right? So Campbell's he'll rookie. get hit. I think he's going to be a starter. Well, I mean, everybody went crazy for the, the one pass deflection he had. Uh, but he, he, he made a fair amount of mistakes out there, too. So he's a rookie. Uh, he's not getting a full start yeah, right now. But so. I, I think that's going to be his thing, right? Because he's so freaking tall. <laughs> He yeah. can swap some yeah. of those passes down. I think you're going to see a lot of PBUs out of him. Yep. Um, so that anything else you got? I mean, for like awards, I thought maybe oh, yeah. we'd do offense on a Patreon or something. So, well, bust of the year, I went with Nicobe Dean. So. Oh yeah! Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's that's yeah. going to rattle a cage or two, I'm sure. Uh, mostly because I'm seeing this guy drafted. Oh yeah, that's I can feel the DMs coming right now. Yeah, light them up. Yeah, this guy was being drafted <laughs> in the 
top 10 of linebackers in so many leagues I've seen. And it, he just – he hasn't done anything yet. Yep. I, mean, I know we're all hyped about it. It's a good defense. Um, he's played 30 snaps, I think, last year. I, I'm not ready to crown the kid just yet. Uh, he can yep. still be a bust. I mean, he, he Zach Cunningham may come in there and steal all the tackles. I don't know yet. I'm not ready to draft him top ten. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, he only had 13 combined tackles last year. I wonder how many of those were on special teams. And I wasn't that high on it. I still think there's a reason he failed because of his size and stuff. So maybe if he's around all of his Georgia teammates, he can still be good. And maybe that's why they're drafting so many. Yeah. But that's man, I just, I'm not as high on everybody on him as everybody else is either. So I have zero shares because he was going so high, uh, which helped me get some guys I think will Thanks. outdo him way later. So I appreciate that. But uh, I guess everybody looks at what TJ Edwards did, what. Singleton has done in the past there. They've put up big numbers in that defense. And I just I think that's more right. them players and not just the scheme itself. So I'm not ready to crown the kid just yet. That's, that's where I'm at. So to, to take him that high with proving nothing is, is nope. a pretty big gamble. And it's gonna be hard for him to get the points you need to justify that draft stock. And let's be clear, you play a lot of re- – mostly redraft. Yeah. Um, and I play mostly dynasty, and we're both still kind of skittish on it. So, right. you know, when you've got two completely separate mm-hmm. formats going, you know, redraft versus dynasty, and both guys are kind of like, eh, that's like a red flag, right? So, fancy. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't have any shares of them either. So, um, I just, you know, I play dynasty, and I did not want any part of him drafting. So. Even in maybe, he, maybe he proves me wrong, but uh, hey, if he does, not yeah, yeah, that'd be hard. To, uh, that'd just be so hard for me to have him in best ball or redraft. I couldn't do it because, like you said, the value is not there. It's not, yeah, it's I don't know if it's leftover rookie hype or what, but, but even it's... in Dusty, when he come out. Yeah, well, even in Dynasty, he was going, like, second round. Right, right. I'm like, dude, there's so many more players I'd rather have than him on defense, and I'm still not (laughs) taking him that high. That's just insane. I was kind of shocked about that. I mean, I was like, wow, okay. But I guess that's the hop from being on Georgia defense, right? They just keep turning them out, turning them out. So you get the benefit of that a little bit. So, well, you um, have such a dominant line in front of them down there. That's uh, it for. But I, I guess that line's there in Philly now too. So I, I don't know, man. I, I'm just not ready to commit to him like that. Yeah, me either. So I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Who you got winning the Super Bowl? Who's your team? Ah, uh, if I pick the Dolphins, it makes me a really big homer. Um, I would love for the Dolphins to be in it. 
Uh, let's go Dolphins 49ers. Dolphins win. Wow. Realistically. That's great. But, uh, you almost sound like Packers. Saying that Jordan Love is taking them there. Hey, Jordan Love's going to do way better than everybody thinks. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, actually, I'll go a little step further. I say the 49ers beat the Vikings in the NFC Championship and the Dolphins beat the Bengals in the AFC Championship. That's crazy. <laughs> so I'm with you on the Bengals. You know, I, th- I think they win. Uh... I think they're right there towards the top. Man, Maybe. I'm trying I... to figure out how I want to. I do too. So I, I think I think they beat the Chiefs right in the AFC. Um, yeah. I want to say the Bills is close, but I think it's it's Kansas City and, and Bills. Cincinnati. Has been there, tasted it. Now he gets he gets to come back. Yeah, I think they did. I think you're right. They did kind of miss the window, but with Josh Allen, you still have a window, right? So even if you kind of missed it, you're you still got a glimmer. Um, But I think it's Burrow this year over Mahomes, and then I'm going to take Philly over. San Francisco. I think that's going to be a tight one, but that's fair. Philly gets it. And then so. Super Bowl. Super Bowl, I'm going to take, man. Yeah. I think Philadelphia versus Cincinnati in the Super Bowl. And here's going to be the shocker. I'm going to take Philadelphia. I think Jalen Hurts pulls one out. Burroughs a bride's made two years in a row. Oof. You think, uh, we, we, if, if that's true, we'll find out what he's made of, right? If he loses two Super Bowl two years in a row, or you know a chance at a Super Bowl, yeah, uh, you'll find out real quick what he's made of. Can you come back and do that? I think. Do you have uh, Nicobe Dean as uh, MVP for the Super Bowl? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, they got enough talent and enough defense, you know, even if he's a bust. And, and Zach Cunningham's there too. You know him. He's not perfect. <laughs> well, that's but, your boy. I uh, forgot. That's your boy. I forgot. Uh, nah, that, that's that's a fair guess, man. Uh, I do think the Bengals yeah. will be up there. Uh, looking at the Chiefs last night, uh, they did not look good. Not as a as a whole team. And you know, this Chris Jones thing is a distraction. I know Kelsey was Kelsey out. Did Kelsey, you know. He is Mahomes' top receiver, yeah. so um, so the guys couldn't catch for nothing. Um, yeah, the Bengals—they're probably going to lose a receiver here soon. I would imagine you can't pay, you know, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Joe Burrow. So uh, you got to got to get it this year, or it's, yeah. it's probably gone. I would agree. I would agree. So, yeah, a little bit of insight to our uh, 
predictions for who's going to win the Super Bowl, conference championships, all that good stuff. Um, we'll have to revisit this and see how close we were. But <laughs> I got a ball right. Um, I already so, <laughs> right. So we got a few. Well. I want to say a few listener questions, but some of them is like predictions, random thoughts, right? Because that's how I put it out there. It's like, hey, we're doing a prediction show. Let us know your thoughts, whatever. So we got a few here. Some of them are like super interesting. Yeah. And they all come from Reddit this week again. Reddit's been killing it the last month or so. And um, so... Burn I'm trying to figure out how you said this. Burn it by a bambinos. Burn by a bambinos. That's I think it's burn to he be. says the starting inside linebacker for the Seahawks game one of Yeah. The starting inside linebacker for the Seahawks game one playoff game is not gonna be Jordan Brooks or Bobby Wagner or Devin Bush. He says he predicts Drake Thomas is going to be the starting inside linebacker for Seattle when they make the playoffs. Uh, he says uh, Brooks is tender, Wagner's slow, and Bush isn't very good. <laughs> I mean, for a bold prediction, that's that's kind of it right there. Right? I, I mean, I'm with him on Bush. Uh, I'm going to say – yeah. If the Seahawks don't have Jordan Brooks and uh, Bobby Wagner, then they're not making the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, that would be my. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I agree. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're probably not making it without those three, or at least one yeah. of them for sure. Yeah, gotta have. Um, Stay with Reddit. Yeah, staying with Reddit, UTOM or UTOCMC 2020 says he thinks Troy Anderson finishes on LB1 this season. And he says he has Foyasad Olukun as the top tackler, which may not be as bold. It may not be as bold, but it's probably got the best odds to be right, right? With uh, Olukun. Yeah. I mean, it, a lot of people predict him to lead the league in. Uh, tackles again. I'm not one of them. I think he takes a little step back. He had 189 or 84 tackles. You take 10%, yeah. that's 20 tackles. That still leaves you about 160-something. That's LB1. And so, even if there's a reduction, it's not like I'm saying he's falling too far. But um, right, Man, the Troy Anderson, you think he can get to LB1 this season? I don't. They didn't bring back Rashawn Evans. I don't. Now, there is a lot of tackles vacated by Evans, and uh, which, you know, Walker leaving, uh, which Anderson already kind of took his spot. So uh, I think Caden Ellis will uh, give Anderson a good run just for the team itself, let alone uh, lead the whole league there. So, well, you got to remember they brought in Jesse Bates back there. They brought in uh, who was it? Jordan Battle back there. 
they redid that entire front. So they've got a couple of safeties, you know. Yeah, they did. Campbell, Onyemata. Uh, I think they'll be a lot better team this year. And Caden Ellis has, uh, yep. you know, sack opportunities as well. So he, I think he had like seven sacks last year. So he's kind of the Frankie Louvu this year, potentially. Uh, skill set, I would say. You get a lot of tackles, Ooh. sack opportunities. I think he's the the better of the two. That's the guy I've been picking up because uh, you can't get him later than Anderson. Uh, Ellis is the guy for me. Cool. Very cool. Um, Staying with Reddit. Alexander Hamladon says, how high will Ernest Jones finish and why will it be LB1? So I kind of thought about this. And I, if you've listened to Shoot the Gap with Nate Markham and Jorge Edwards and myself, <clears throat> we've kind of touched on this a little bit. Bobby Wagner's gone. Right? He went back to Seattle. And they absolutely have nobody else. So the opportunities for Ernest Jones, I think the opportunities will be there for him to be an LB1, but I don't think he will I don't think he will be consistent enough or score enough big plays to make him an LB1. Because that position is just so deep. I'm with you. Um a lot of that depends on how many games Eric Donald plays, if he gives a full season or not, because if he's not there, then he eats up a lot of tackles or eats up a lot of blockers, and also he creates a lot of tap, tackle opportunities. And if he misses time again, uh, that's tough. Uh, you also got to consider the safeties. Jordan Fuller, uh, Russ Yeast, John Johnson, whoever they decide to bring. Maybe they bring three out there. And if that's the case, then that's more tackle opportunities for those guys that could eat into Ernest Jones's production. Uh, I'd like to say, as far as big play, I don't know for sure if he's you know good for any sacks or interceptions or anything. Check that out real quick. I, I don't see it happening. Uh, I do think he could get close to LB1 range, but not the overall LB1. So he's got one career sack, three career interceptions. So you can't really bank on the big plays too much with him there. And like I say, it's, it comes down to Aaron Donald there. If he can sit there and eat up three guys like he has in the past, then, yeah, he's got opportunity to get a bunch of tackles. But when you got Nick Bolton, Foyer, and Roquan out there getting turnovers, that, that makes that makes the difference. So I don't see him being number one overall. I could see him finishing top 12 or something maybe. But, again, I, I feel like that's a bit of a stretch. So. Well, if, I mean, if he finishes in the top 12, that's LB1. Because, see, me and Nate, I, I, I always ask people, and maybe because you, you're in redraft, maybe it's different. But 
Yeah. We always think top t- or LB one is the top tier one, right? Which is mm-hmm. on your average size league, fourteen teams. So the top fourteen linebackers. So if you think he can get to twelve, that puts him in LB one territory. I say that's his ceiling, very high ceiling, and that's dependent on Aaron Jones and everybody else around him. Uh, if Aaron or not Aaron Jones, Aaron Donald, uh, if Aaron Donald misses any games, then that changes everything, I think, because him being able to eat up two or three guys allows linebackers to come in there and make those plays. And then if the Rams decide to go three safeties, that cuts into his production as well, I think. So I, I just – I'm not as sold as him being LB1. I think a, a two is probably more accurate. Yeah, and I think that's where me, Nate, Moore had him. I know that's where I had him. Um, <clears throat> I just felt like he was, you know, I think the volume and everything would be there, but he's just going to miss because with that position, it's so deep. I mean, you go look at those rankings, dude. That's a deep position. So to be in the top 14, I know that sounds like, man, whatever, but no, that's pretty hard when, when there's probably a legit top, maybe not top 20 that are close, but the top 20 is, Pretty good, right? Yeah. Um, so we'll see. But um, I like these takes. Some of these guys were fired up when they sent these to me. So we got one more here, also from Reddit. See Will Four. Uh, he says linebackers rule the way. Edge players get all the hype. And he says, talk to us about the young safeties and how they will be deployed. And he follows that up with. Second year safeties, Brisker, Hamilton, Petrie, and Hill. So I love all four of them, right? The volume's there for all four of them. Um, Brisker, or let's see, uh, Hamilton will be a strong safety. Um, Hill will probably be more of the free, right? Uh, I think he'll play up. I think. Marcus Williams will play, play back, play deep. So I, I think Kyle Hamilton to get a pretty good shot at tackles. Um, he's probably my favorite of these four. Oh man, cool! Yeah, I love Kyle Hamilton. His value has shot through the roof. <laughs> well. With Petrie setting the bar so high last year, it's going to be hard for him to duplicate that with the new offense that Jamaica uh, uh, Rhines is bringing in. You got a better up front, better front seven. So, because uh, they brought in some, uh, the British Sheldon Rankins, I think, came in from New York. So, I, it's not a big name or anything, but he's a bit of a run stuffer. Uh, teaming him with Malik Collins up front. Right. You got Will Anderson on the end. The linebackers with Denzel Perryman there. I think he's going to eat up a lot of more tackles that Petrie's not going to be able to get to. So I think he'll have to come up with some big plays to get close to the numbers he had last year. That's that's my pause on him. Uh, yeah, Petrie had 147 tackles last year. So that's a lot. That's that's gonna be hard to hit again. Yep, but Jonathan Owens is going now. 
got to remember that. Yeah, I, I just think that front seven got so much better that it's going to be had hard to clean up. Right. Okay. Um, any of these other safeties you like? I mean, I like Daxton Hill, right? You have to like him because they got rid of both of their safeties. Yeah, right. Um, Jesse Bates and Von Vell. And I, I told Nate the other night, I said, can you ever remember a team, good or bad, can you ever remember a team getting rid of both of their starting safeties? Well, Bates – He couldn't. Bates was pretty much you – know, I mean, I could understand him moving one, but oof. Yeah. Uh, and those both those guys were down on tackles last year. So – and I think that's because their front seven so good. So again, I, I just I don't know uh, I don't know how he's exactly. going to be deployed there. I don't know if it's if he's going to be up in the box. I don't know if he's playing deep. I don't know if they're going to fifty fifty that you more of a, a left and a right safety instead of you know deep and and a box or what there. So uh, I'm not ready to pull the trigger on him just yet, but I am interested in seeing how he plays. I'm excited to watch him play more or less, but uh, I'm not ready to put him in the top of anything just yet. Hamilton is still looking like my favorite out of this, or Brisker. Well, I think so with... let's, let's get to him. Uh, he had a really good rookie season until he got injured, and as long as he comes back and gets anything close to what he was, I mean, he, he could be in for the next big season, I think. I would not take him over Hamilton. It's close. Hmm. Good take. Good take. Yeah, I mean, Brisker's, he was special, right? He came in, passed right by Eddie Jackson, right? My only question, my only thing with Brisker is that linebackers. TJ Edwards, Tremaine Edmonds, you've got That's Eddie true. Jackson, you know, do they does that linebacker group eat into his right? You, you could make the same argument for Brisker as we could with Petrie, as far as that you know, front seven or so getting better, especially the linebackers there in Chicago. Should be a, a tight group yeah. by the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, anything else you got? That's pretty much it. Well, I think that's all I have too. We thank you for the questions, the comments, the bold takes. I love that kind of stuff. Um, it's just interesting to see how people view stuff and like to take long shots on stuff. So, um, it's official as of last night. Football is back, right? College have been going for a week, or week and a half, if you want to count the week zero stuff. But so they've been going a week. High school football's in week three, and now you got the NFL kicking off last night, so it's officially football season. Um, again, we thank you for the questions, uh, the comments. Be sure to go over to idpnation.com and follow some of mine and Sean's work. Uh, I know he's uh, doing some stuff for uh, the IDP guys too. So go over there and check it out over there. But um, give us a rate, subscribe, and review. 
um, wherever you listen to podcasts, five-star review. Um, or you can go over to our pod page, uh, idpnation.com. There's a review tab there. You can leave a five-star comment or, you know, thoughts, ideas, whatever you want to do. So go over there and do that. Um, again, wherever you listen to podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, Apple Music, Google Music, wherever. Go over and give us a follow. Help us spread the word. Um, so next week we'll be doing some week one recaps, right? Um, we'll have a full week in the belt. So we are going to shoot for Tuesday nights, right, Sean? Yep. Yep. So good. So Tuesday nights, you can follow us. Um, we'll be doing IDP Nation. And there could be a surprise to that. We may start going live pretty soon, so you can kind of tune in. Um, if you're sitting around and knocking back a couple cold ones, you can send us a comment or two. Um, so that may be something we do. Uh, but um, we thank you for listening. We appreciate your support. You know, there's a cup of coffee tab on IDP Nation page. You know, if you get change back from your coffee, hit it in that cup and for us. Uh, you know, PayPal as well. Click our links, My Fantasy League, Trophy Smack, Action 27, Sports Gambling. Go check them out. Support them. You're supporting us. Um, we'll be back next week with the re- uh, re- week <laughs> one <laughs> recap. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's a tongue twister. Um, week one recap uh, on some of these games, the rookies. So, um Get your questions ready, and we will be back next week.